Welcome to Diving Into Writing with me, Lucinda Pebre and Marielle Smith. Join us as we dive beyond the surface of our writing practice. Hi, Marielle. Hey, Lou. Here we are, eventually. Yes, <laughs> when, <laughs> when Zoom letters. We're struggling. We're struggling. Oh, yeah. It's that Monday morning. <laughs> yeah, I think I think the reason is is because we use use your Zoom because you do the audio and stuff. Like I think it's fair that people know that I literally do nothing for this show. You do. Talk. That's not fair because you you draw the tarot cards. Yes, which Make is notes. Oh yeah, I wait. Get let me get my notebook. <laughs> Just reminding you. Okay, got it, got it, got it, got it. Yes. Okay, um, that is true. I make the notes. Yeah, but that's it. But I think it's because it's much earlier where you are, so your Zoom is just like, for fuck's sake, it's Monday. <laughs> yeah, I think it probably is. For yeah. me, it's like well, for me, it's like it's, it's like well, now it's eleven thirty. By the time we've got this thing to work, it's eleven thirty. So, yeah. <laughs> Anyhow, it's working, hopefully recording, and we're it all looks good. Like it's recording, so let's just go with that. <laughs> so we're talking about how to deal with being stuck. Yes. Because yeah, I drew the hand man. Yeah. And neither of us uh, really knew what we were going to say about it. Or we still don't know what we're going to say about it. So we're just like willing to see what comes up <laughs> yes because i think the good thing is for the both of us is that neither of us are stuck at the moment i, I mean, feel a I'm, bit panicky when you say that okay, okay okay let me speak for myself i am very much the opposite of stuck at the moment ah at yeah, least there was so this, like with this current project i think the reason i have space for this project is because i'm a bit stuck on the other series I'm writing. Ah, so oh. you are stuck. Yes, I think so. But because I write almost every day, not like I didn't write this last weekend because I wasn't here. Um, there's just like I, I I have moments that I wake up in the middle of the night with things that I need to write down. So I'm I'm very much in flow, but I'm on in flow on this particular project and I'm always doing multiple things at the same time. So yes, it doesn't mean I'm not stuck elsewhere. It just means I can ignore that because something is flowing. Ah, so is that, would you say that that was key to getting unstuck, doing something else? Oh, that's a really good question i'm not sure if it's key i do think so this is this is something that and this is just based on on clients i've had in the past it's some people can do multiple things at the same time not literally like you know have two tabs open and just work simultaneously but more like i work on this sometimes it's like i work on this this month and then i work on this the next month sometimes it's i work on this in the morning sometimes and then i work on this in the afternoon yeah. Um, so, so, but some people can juggle. Yeah. And 
But some people can juggle similar projects. Some people can only juggle a fiction and non-fiction project. That's more me because that doesn't feel like the same work at all. And then there are people who just need to dive in and get really upset if there's anything else that needs their attention while they try to finish this one thing. And none of it is bad or good. It's just knowing what type of person you are. Yeah. So for me, I think since I can work on multiple projects at the same time, I would say that me not really feeling it with the other projects, basically not entirely, like some doubts were showing up. Um, yeah. And then, then we, oh, yes. So then we had uh, my family coming over and that always messes up my writing. So I had an actual break from it. And after that break is when this idea came to me. And it was really intense. And I just, you know, what I usually do, because, you know, people get plot bunnies. Like they want to write on something and then they get distracted by other stories. Yeah. Yeah, I do that. Yeah. And I I know that's a very dangerous, slippery slope. So what I usually advise, and this is something I do myself as well, well, I just write down what I'm thinking in the moment and then I put it aside. And then I focus back on thing but with this particular project once i started writing down i never stopped i'm still writing it down so that's it's been two months now you're in your favorite part though aren't you plotting yes yeah yeah yeah. but i mean usually when i get a plot bunny i write it down and i put like on a sticky note like somewhere on my kanban board and i forget about it and that for me means oh this was just trying to distract me it's nothing but in this case like one post-it became a notebook, became a Scrivener file, became, I don't know how many words I now have in the Scrivener file, just notes and plot and stuff. It's behind me on my wall. Yeah. Like I'm plotting, I'm plotting multiple books in one series. So it's really intense. It was just growing and growing. So then I was, then I had to tell myself, okay, you know what? I'm kind of not, no, I'm not sure where I'm going with the other series right now. I really need to rethink And with the other series where I'm stuck, it's not just that, do I want this character to do A or B? It's more like, I'm not entirely sure anymore about the premise. Right. So that would mean a complete overhaul. Yeah. Of what I'm trying to say with the book. Yeah. So once I realized that, and this this story was flowing so much, I made the um, very conscious decision to put that so i was i'm halfway through the second book in the other series to put that in the drawer for now yeah work on this and then sort of like fingers crossed hope that the doubts i have like once i come back to this i will have figured it out Uh. i mean there's no guarantee but that's what i'm hoping for so yeah, I'm yeah. a bit stuck on that particular one. Like I said, it's not just like do it's not a simple superficial thing. It's more like the entire premise that I based it on back in the day, because this is a story I've been working on for a long time. I'm wondering whether I still want to use that premise. Yeah. Or whether I've moved beyond that and want to change some things there. Like it's quite rigid. Um so your brain possibly has come up with or maybe it's triggered something to 
how will it help you get unstuck on your other project well, there? So, so this is this. So, this is more. So, and I don't think I've ever talked about this. So, this is more about the, what the what my what my writing is about. So, this, but I'm not going to say too much about this new series I'm plotting because I know that will drive the muse away. Like I always keep it very close to my chest, but it's mm. it's a, it's a it's a contemporary fantasy series. Mm. So it has fantastical elements. Um. It's basically asking, okay, in a particular setting, what if all those mythical stories were actually true? What if these these things really exist? What if these things really happened? Like all these stories that you hear, like folklore and stuff like that. Um, And in my other series, when I started writing that, I wanted to create a world that was magical but as close to our regular world as it is. So even the magic that I use in my book can be, it's not too far from what human beings could be capable of if you look at holistic medicine and stuff like that. Yeah. So it's as realistic as a fantasy book can be. So that means that I got rid of all creatures and stuff like that. Yeah. And now I'm wondering whether that, because I actually like what I, what I read is fantasy. So I'm wondering whether that particular premise, like divesting, like, you know, stripping the entire magical world I'm creating of anything that's not probable whether that's actually limiting myself in a way. You've kind of done the opposite. With this new thing. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm wondering whether that's the sign. Yeah. That this is what I I prefer to be writing. Right. Yeah. And if you wrote and published both both series people wouldn't know what to expect when reading the you know if it's by the same author yeah so that's another thing another thing is is, um if i embrace and it's not like uh, no i'm not going to go in there because i don't want to give too much away um It's it's not um, the thing is like in a, in a previous draft of this other series, my first series that I've I've, I've been working on forever uh, because it's it's quite epic, like it's huge. Um, that I, I used to have those things in there, but like on the fringes. So more yeah. that the way they treated it was like you know we don't know about these things. So they might exist. They might have existed. Um, you don't know what you're going to walk into when you go into the woods, stuff like that. And then I turned it into this very rigid, no, that's not possible. So the book was very much about, and I'm like, maybe maybe I don't like the rigidity of that. Maybe I prefer the, um, who knows? Yeah. Who knows what's real and what's not real? It doesn't mean I have to confirm that it's real. 
Yeah. So I'm, I'm wondering what I'm going to do uh, because that was that's the last doubt that I, I was writing, and I was sort of like, like feeling like it didn't match me anymore. Mm. Which which can happen, right? Because if you've been been with a story for so long, like you change. Yeah, I, I think I, I I mean this is where I got to with so I wrote a novel and I, it was a learning tool for me and I realized that's all it was mm-hmm. it was never meant to go out into the world it was to make it it had the right number of words but it had it would have needed so much work to get it into you know something that I wanted to publish that I might as well just write another novel <laughs> from mm-hmm. the from the beginning yeah um and I, I thought, well, that's okay because it's taken my skills from A to B and that was the purpose of it. Yeah. Yeah. So so this this series is not that for me. Yeah. Like I'm I am gonna finish. I mean, I am so in love with these characters, right? They're like I've been with them for so long. But yeah. I I think that because I tend to write and I'm sure I've mentioned this on the show. I tend to write against the grain a bit, as in when I read something and I'm like, yeah, that's too easy. Or, oh my God, like I'm reading this again. I'm going to fantasize about what would it be like to write a story that takes that on its head. Yeah. But I think with this particular series, I already do, I already take, I already do something because the, 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 I started writing it in reaction to Harry Potter and, and because I was struggling with the fact that magic that just existed there. Yeah, like you had magic or you had not, and I'm like magic is energy. So if you use it, you know you either need to sleep or you need to eat or you need to drink coffee or whatever, right? Like you, uh, yeah, it's not just you know something. And it does happen, of course, in Harry Potter as well that they get tired at some point when they're in the fight. Yeah, but like reco- recovery is really easy, uh, and you can do your whole household with just a bit of magic. So I wanted to create a world where people have to choose. Am I going to bewitch my Hoover? Or am I gonna save my energy for something else? So it has yeah. so it's, it's it's so that's already the twist. So I I'm wondering whether I and then I got really annoyed that which is funny because I do like writing reading these stories and also writing them uh, as well. There were so many vampire stories and werewolf stories and, and stuff like that that I got a bit like come on and, and yeah but th- that was also a phase that I mean that that and it's been a while since I've got out of that phase so I also I didn't want to include I wanted like everybody's writing about that now so I don't want to yeah so yeah it was a bit rebellious like oh like everybody's doing this so I don't want to do it instead of asking myself do I want to do this it was more a um everybody else is doing it so because uh, that's a bit my style generally yeah because then I went but, into the draft and I took everything out. Okay. It was in there. It was in there. I just stripped it. So you've stuck yourself, really? Yeah, I think because I was so like, oh, this is so overdone and I don't want to be another. I think I was afraid of sort of repeating. Yeah. Uh, but still, like, I don't think it, it that's the case because that particular series is very much... Um, based on the witches 
So the humans. So like I said, it's like on the fringes. Like they they it's it's a, they talk about it when they refer to history, and it's like you know when you go into the woods, like <laughs> be careful. But it's not like it's part of society. But that's a, a reason people get stuck is they're afraid that they're just writing what everyone else is writing or that it's been done before. Yeah, so I think that's why I wanted to change. But I think I went against my own love of things. And I think that's... Ah. So I, I did you exactly. Didn't... I was like, I don't want to be... I want to do what everybody else is doing. So how about if I just strip it? That's your head, isn't it? Over your heart. Yeah, and I do think I I still think that when I compare it to other works, I I wasn't treating the creatures in the same way. Yeah, so it was still different, but I was like I just ripped them out. So now I'm wondering whether I need to put them back in. I'm not comfortable with you calling them creatures. <sighs> what do you want? Physical <laughs> <Mythical> beings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what, sorry, I was what, only I was only joking. <laughs> Roll creatures. Yeah, I, I was talking as if they existed. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. It's like I was listening to a podcast, and apparently, the uh, the fair folk doesn't like us use the word fairy to refer to them. Okay, I had no idea. So I'm like, okay, now I don't want to use that word anymore. <laughs> I think you'll be okay. Just out of respect. Uh, you're just like, don't call them creatures. If they did exist, it is a little disrespectful. Yeah, creatures. but I see, I see us as creatures. I, I, ref, I, I would use the term for humans. Insects are creatures. <laughs> Okay, so I think that's why I got stuck. I think I did this to yeah. myself, and like I said, so it's stuck on the on the premise. It's not stuck on some, you know. That's the plot. Did you know it. that before we started talking? Did you know that? I thought about this last night after I drew the card. Ah, that's interesting. So it's very recent. Uh, it was a very recent uh, um, consideration. Yes. Well, when I spoke to you this morning, you said, well, I'll have to think back because I'm not actually stuck at the moment. You, you said I'm the opposite of stuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's, yeah, but so the thought yesterday was like a really brief and then I pushed it away. Yeah. So, so really it's good. interesting. It's interesting that you've discovered something now. Now you know why you're stuck. Yeah. So I suppose, yeah. I suppose, Keeping on topic, knowing why we're stuck helps us to, to get unstuck. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, and 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 I know that this is a thing because I struggled with this new series because I I, I was telling myself so it's also the stories that you tell yourself, right? I was I, I the story that I tell myself is that I don't write about these things. And then this story came, this, this series came to ah. me and I was like, no. And then I'm like, and then I had really had some surrendering to do. So I think that's ah. how the doubt about the other series came in. That that sort of slowly became, oh, wait, maybe I'm not feeling that right now. 
because clearly I am excited about writing about these things. I just told myself, ah, you can't because everybody else is doing it. Uh, and I'm really allergic to, um, yeah, to the whole everybody else is doing it. So this is how you should be doing it, kind of. Uh, and that's that is another topic to explore <laughs> at some okay, so, stage. Yeah. So let's talk about you and, and your stuckness. How do you deal with stuckness? So for me, it's like I tend to just put it in a drawer for a bit. Yeah. And see whether I get an answer. That can be dangerous, though. As in, you might leave it in that drawer. <laughs> yeah, but I, I trust. I trust that if something needs to be written by me, it will it will come back. Okay. That's but okay. yeah, you you have to you have to have that trust because if you don't, if you if you get stuck, it's also the, the reason why you get stuck. Because if you are stuck because you're afraid to share a particular story or you're afraid to you're afraid to tell a story because of judgment or because maybe you want to write a story that you were told in the past to keep to yourself. Yeah. So if then you put it in a drawer, that might make you feel safe and you might never ever pick it up again. So yeah, it, you need to know why you're stuck in order for it to be safe to be put in a drawer. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Tell me about you. So the way that I get unstuck is I get messy. Because when I'm writing, uh, because I have a fear of not being good enough or what I'm writing isn't good enough, it's not readable, whatever, I, I have a tendency to over-edit as I'm going along, do you know? Mm -hmm. so, so I can get stuck on certain aspects, trying to perfect them and make them, make them perfect so that I can tell myself, look, you can write because this yeah. is great sort of thing. Mm -hmm. So what I do to get unstuck is I get messy. So I, I write as in literally write, not type. And so longhand, you mean? Long, yeah, longhand and scribble and draw just and just become messy because when I'm writing longhand that's not the final version and it's somehow triggers my brain to go yeah this is just practice this is just you can write whatever because no one's going to read it yeah because it's longhand uh, yeah so that's how I tend to do it and you know, it taps into a different part of the brain as well doesn't it I was going to say that. I was going to say that. Like, that's yeah. what I read once, that some people are more creative because I don't know which, I don't know which part of the brain it, it taps into and which typing taps into. Yeah, no, but, I don't. Yeah, but it is. It, it is. So it, just moving away from your screen and grabbing a notebook. Uh, yeah. It, it doesn't so, have to be perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but, but my, my my plotting, my my whole my plotting is always very much there will be a notebook somewhere around me. Uh so I can just jot things down and then from the notebook I write my notes into Scrivener and then it expands. Yeah. But yeah. I don't I usually start out with a sheet of paper, just starting to write like, you know, words and connecting them and um 
yeah, and then just grabbing a new notebook and starting like, okay, you know, scenes that come to me and it's all messy and, and not in the right order. Yeah. Uh, and it's like, look this up, like exclamation mark. Uh, yeah, and it's just that total giving yourself permission to be totally creative. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And chaos, chaos. Yeah, that that helps me. The other thing is, when you said grab a new notebook, new <laughs> notebooks. What a treasure, a new notebooks. That's They're a new beginning start. Yeah. Lots of fresh energy. Yeah. So it's that as well. Addicted I, to new notebooks. I've been like so, I've been telling Andre that I need new notebooks, right? Which is like, yeah. I mean, I'm a writer, so I always need new notebooks, but I mean I do have some. But and, and she keeps telling me, don't go buy them yet. And, and she doesn't want to tell me. It's like she's up to something. Oh. So I'm like, but she, she doesn't want to tell me what. Uh, so I'm like, like, does she know of someone who's getting rid of their old notebooks or something? So they will make their way. Like, Because when we talk about a new notebook, that doesn't mean I have to go to a shop, right? Like I, the, the place I live in now they have like a drawer with stationery. And when I moved in, they were like, help yourself. So I'm like, okay. <laughs> so I'm using all their stationery. And that's also new for me. So I don't wow. need to go. I, I do love the process of going to a shop and just picking a nice notebook, but it can be any second hand. You know, I don't like somebody else bought it and it's just in some drawer. And I'm like, yes, you're a fresh notebook that works for me. Do, yeah. Do you need you need to do you need like to do the whole shopping thing I'm not sure because I've never been in a situation no no I have I have at work actually come to think of it at work they buy they do buy the boringest notebooks because they'll be the cheapest but I have raided okay. the stationery drawer before yeah so <laughs> that I have had that experience yeah yeah so no I don't need to buy them but interestingly I I very rare I don't tend to I've got lots of notebooks that are half full filled. <laughs> mm -hmm. So I tend to use them for work and the ones that work for writing, if that makes sense. <laughs> because they're new and the other the half filled ones. I wouldn't start a new project with a half filled notebook. No, what I usually do if I need to keep the notes, I will start um ripping out pages yeah to do yeah yeah because yeah, i don't I do like that. to waste paper I, I think it's bad enough that i want sometimes i want something that's physical so i want a, a killed yeah. tree to write on i feel yeah. bad enough so i'm really reluctant to um yeah just not do anything so if at yeah. one point I'm like, I'm not going to use this for anything else, but I can use it as like, you know, take quick notes or even grocery shopping, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Which is why I use them for work. I'll take out the, you know, the bits that I've used and just use the yeah, what's left right. for work. Yeah. 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 Because like I said, I feel bad enough that this is a thing for me. Yeah. Oh, well, the other thing is I would be... I wouldn't be able to move in the house from notebooks that were half filled. <laughs> but you can't throw them away because they're half filled, they're half empty. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, I know this dilemma. Yeah. <laughs> so you've got to use them for something. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't want, like, I don't want to accumulate too much stuff. And then I'm like, but I do need new notebooks. But so, okay. So, so the, you say, you're saying that getting messy, that works yeah. for you. Yeah. And, but also getting a new notebook might be very, might, might help. I think that that's about the starting energy or the the energy that comes with a new notebook because there's definitely a fresh start yeah. and a new beginning. Even if you're not necessarily starting a new project, it's a, you're starting a new way of thinking about it. Or so, yeah. Do you think? Because that would fit the hanged man card really well. Because it's about, um, so in this particular, this was from my Supernatural deck. So in this particular, the character on it, um, I, I laughed so hard when you said Angel of the Lord <laughs> yesterday. So there's the, the tarot deck is, um, when I say Supernatural, I mean the TV show with Jared Padalecki and Jensen Ackles. And so the tarot deck is um, it's about the show. So yesterday when I, 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 I just got it, um, so yesterday when uh, Lucinda asked me to draw a card, I was like, I had a cat on my lap and it was the closest, the only one I could reach that was on the coffee table. So I got that one and I drew the hanged man, which was Castiel. And I didn't know. So I sent Lu uh, uh, Lucinda a picture <laughs> and she's like, who's that? And I'm like, Castiel. And then I sort of got ready to explain what <laughs> who that was. And she's like, angel of the lord and i was like just laughing uh, because i was i didn't know she knew the show um and i've yeah. been really obsessed with it uh so that was really funny um but yeah so so the hanged man so this in, in, in usual representations the hanged man is upside down like tangled up in um uh tangled up in a tree or something and they say it's like the hanged man is like you need to take it's about being stuck and having to surrender to the past so you can get a new perspective. Mm. So in this yeah. particular part, Castiel was not upside down. He was just standing there. Um, but yeah, it is about letting go of what you thought was right, which in the supernatural show, they in the in the book they reference the um, uh, the uh, apocalypse coming. And, and Castiel having to learn that what he thought was right might not be the case. So he needs a perspective switch. And in the end, the perspective switch helps them prevent the apocalypse. Yeah. Yeah. Just a small introduction to, if you don't know the show. Um, but yeah, so when you say perspective, that very much fits the hangman card because that's all yeah. about, that's why they're upside down. Yeah. Perspective. And like if you're into yoga, you have um, asanas like legs of the wall, which also gives you this upside down perspective. Yes, yeah. And they also say it's it's a good it's a good pose if you're stuck. And yeah. if you've got a newborn baby doing tummy time, that also helps their brain development, and it's a change of perspective. I do not know what you just said. <laughs> Could you please so, elaborate for the childless amongst us? <laughs> well, I'm a childless person too. But you work, work with, children. with children. Yeah. 
So turning a baby onto his or her tummy and they can only tolerate it for seconds at first, it helps their brain development because you're it's well the whole sensation as well as the perspective is different. Yeah, because that's when they like I have a picture of myself and I just, you know, I stretch my neck. Yeah. Like yeah, okay. So that's it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why that's why we Yeah, it just triggered it in my brain. Yeah. So (laughs) Yes, to get back. Yeah. So yeah. So the new perspective very much fits. And it's as this is always therapy for us. So I'm thinking that you're going away with a new, after doing this uh, podcast, you're going away with a new perspective on your your other project. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. I'm going to start a new notebook. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, I am thinking that because I'm still slightly reluctant um, to write about the supernatural um, because I've told myself for so long, that's not what I do. So in this new series, I also sense it a little bit, but I think just talking through it is like, oh, wait, but that really has been a story I've been telling myself. It's not at all. Um, Yeah, not, not fact or it doesn't have to be. Yeah. No, because I do enjoy writing about these things. I was really surprised that this series came up because I was like, that's not my genre. <laughs> and then I look at what I read and I'm like, wait a minute, that is exactly my genre. I was just so stubborn because that's what I am. Um, <laughs> so um, I mean, I'm still doing a twist with this series for sure. And at one point I will be talking about it. Um, but yeah, I'm sort of inviting the... The, the myth, mythology, and the folklore into my work now. Um, okay. Well, on that note, I think we've had our morning therapy. Yes, it's always so refreshing. <laughs> okay. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you for listening. You can find us on Facebook or Twitter, or visit our website at divingintowriting.com. We'd love to hear from you, and if you'd like to leave us a review, we'd be ever so grateful. Bye for now.